Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to BBOS. This could be the Target edition. First, any Tina Turner fans out there? I grew up actually listening to her music, and her story was compelling, I think, for a lot of women around the world, really. And of course, Proud Mary is still one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, R.I.P. Tina. Man, she could fucking move. She had some dance moves. Let's just jump right into this Target story. I know it's been out there for a couple weeks now, but it's worth noting, I think, that this isn't their first rodeo with merchandising strategies that maybe <laughs> rival Bud Lights. Yeah. So I guess they're gearing up for uh, the old summer with the old tuck-friendly <laughs> women's swimwear. Tuck-friendly. Yeah. I guess trannies need a place to shop too. Who knew? What's a fellow to do? <laughs> Wait a minute, it makes me want to sip of my liberal tears. Got the crown apple rolling tonight. Cheers. Thousands of tears later. Always tastes good. All right, so I guess a lot of people got their undercrackers in a wad over the latest offering from Target. Some went so far as to say that Target was canceling women. I don't really shop at Target, but I've seen some of their ads and, you know, some of their merchandise for Pride Month. Honestly, it looks like stuff that I've seen at the fucking Starship and Pink Cherry. Yeah, I think it should be in adult stores. I don't know. I do find something else. Well, it's in the same vein, but I find it interesting that they give a whole month to Pride. And Pride encompasses a lot, by the way. Does anything else get a month? Let me think for a second. Uh, no, it doesn't. I don't really understand why a dude doesn't just fucking wear trunks. But what do I know? Shit, if they happen to have a fake set of boobs, man, put a t-shirt on her. I guess you could buy the chick's top. I don't know. I mean, Target's ad team has uh, definitely untucked their crazy, if you ask me. Maybe they could get Mulvaney to sport the old banana hammock swimwear. I don't know. That's a ticket. In a word. Fucking yikes. Yikes. Ay, ay, ay. Dudes swimwear now with the old tuck friendly. Fuck the tuck. That's what I have to say. Fuck the tuck. All right. So I actually read where this Nebraska senator flipped out debating the ban on sex change surgeries for minors. She screamed out, we need trans people. Do we? I don't know. I just call them cross-dressers. I don't know. Do we need trans people? I don't know. I wonder if her name was Karen. Google it and let me know. <laughs> I genuinely think there's a kind of a much bigger problem in America. All these people who get behind these crazy-ass social trends, they're really just not big-picture people, in my humble opinion. They would literally, I believe this to the core, I believe they would give up what would they give up? I think they'd give up their right to vote just so they could post shit like that on their social media accounts. I mean, that was quickly, and I've seen it again for the last two weeks, all this tuck friendly this, tuck friendly that, blah, 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 blah. That is their identity. Little do they know. Emphasis on little. Their identity is in the wrong place. Come back to that point a little later. Here's a story that they also seem to know little about, by the way. 
but they really should dive into this and find out more. A 30-ton shipment, okay, of explosive chemicals in California mysteriously went missing. Now, what was in the shipment? Well, it was just roughly 61,000 pounds of fucking ammonium nitrate. Shit that they used to make explosives, by the way. Do you remember the uh, Oklahoma City bombing? Yeah, they used it there. It was shipped by way of rail from Wyoming to California last month. Okay, so it left Cheyenne around mid-April, let's call it. It arrived in California a couple weeks later, minus all the ammonium nitrate. Ooh, what? Yeah. Now, the rail car was sealed when it left Cheyenne, and the seals were still intact when it arrived in California. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Initially, they said that a leak through the bottom gate on the rail car may have developed in transit. What? Look, I'm no fucking rocket scientist, but how does 61,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate just magically leak out of the bottom? You know, this shit was all bagged up. I have to wave the fucking bullshit flag on this one. I do. The idea that every single bag of this stuff, it's like pellet style, right? On this train had a hole in it and that it's all completely gone just doesn't add up. I mean, there wasn't anything found on the ground where the train was loaded or anywhere else for that matter. Hmm. Yeah, I have a feeling this shit's going to turn up somewhere. I just hope that the fucking FBI isn't looking into this matter. We're in trouble if they're looking into it. Shit, we'd be better off if we got a mystery machine and fucking put Scooby-Doo on board to search for clues. Sheesh. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? Oh, this next nugget. It's a fucking doozy. This is a doozy. Hang on. I need some liberal tears for this baby. Oh, by the way, thank you, Atlanta. Thousands of tears later. Oh, man. I do love it. All right. So conservatives on social media, good old social media, ridiculed New York City Mayor Eric Adams' new proposal. And rightly so, I might add. Listen to what this fool wants to do. He wants to install kiosks in stores to connect would-be thieves with a social service program. And this, in his mind, will combat shoplifting and crime at all these retail stores throughout the city. (laughs) Yeah, the mayor laid out this plan in like a bullet point format, I guess. So it's also going to include like a de-escalation training for the retail employees. Yeah, going to put kiosks up for the would-be thieves to connect with a social service. Yeah, so I'm in there stealing. I'm going to take some time out of my theft. I'm going to go to the kiosk and I'm going to get myself in touch with social service. And meanwhile, I've got all these great employees who've undergone their de-escalation training. Why not just have fucking court-appointed defense attorneys on site for the criminals? Hey, maybe some no-cash bondsmen for good measure. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite part of that story is the de-escalation training for the retail employees. What do you suppose that entails? It's probably a really short course. Look the other way. Don't look over here. Theft averted. Crime down. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> for fucking putting the inmates in charge of the asylum. Yeah. 
All right. Speaking of a guy who probably could be an inmate, maybe he was. I don't know. Somebody Google it. Check for me. But so I read good old LeBron, man. He got in the news. He apparently shoved his forearm into Aaron Gordon's throat in an altercation during the uh, Lakers and Nuggets game. Yeah. Couldn't channel his inner thuggery, I guess. <laughs> He's fucking athletes. I mean, the athletes are all criminals. Maybe they need some of that, uh, a kiosk. Maybe they could put some kiosks around the uh, basketball court there somewhere. You know, they just take a time out when they want to do something like that. Mm. Okay. You know, I can't ever ha- almost have a podcast without mentioning fucking Dementia Joe. So his administration, they pulled the grant for an energy firm with Chinese ties in a stunning, they called it a stunning reversal. Now, GOP Senator Barrasso said he was stunned, stunned that it took the Biden administration so long to admit the obvious, right? Yeah. I want to know, I guess my question is, why China was given a U.S. government grant for car battery development to begin with? What the hell? And I still fucking want to see the Biden family Chinese investments. I think everybody wants to see that. Now, you know, something to note here on that one, that grant was made before the Republicans took the House. Yeah. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Now, this story, everybody knows I'm from Georgia. I'm a Bulldog fan. I put three girls through UGA. Well, the dogs rejected an invitation to the White House from Dementia Joe. Yeah, I'm sure it was probably just going to be like a photo op, you know, for him anyway. But, you know, I guess they just won't be black enough for good old Joe now. Yeah, just won't be black enough. Hey, speaking of folks that aren't black enough, how about Tim Scott? Man, he gets some heat, doesn't he? You know, he fired back at The View had some racially charged attacks. And he said, my life disproves the lies of the radical left. And he's right about that. He's 100% right. You know, Whoopi Goldberg, fuck, she just can't keep her mouth shut. But she accused Scott of having Clarence Thomas syndrome using dog whistles. Yeah. I mean, she's really a lot like Dementia Joe. Scott's just not fucking black enough for her, I guess, right? Yeah, not black enough. Now, here's a little kind of, it's a little bit in the same vein, but this was an anti-woke moment by a Democrat. Now, don't get too excited about that because they're few and far between. But a Democrat ripped her own party for what? Prioritizing migrants. Yeah. Putting a priority on the migrants. She said, and I quote, black lives seem to only matter in election years. A fucking men. When are people going to wake up to that? They just don't get it. They rope them all in and then fucking ABC later. I mean, I've been saying that for years. She said that I guess some schools in her district have a 3% proficiency in math and reading. Fucking dumbing down in Joe's America, you know. Now, even though I know by and large, that was just some bullshit lip service from her. It was kind of nice to read a little anti-woke tidbit. I can't say that I hate it. It's hard not to talk about this stuff. You don't hear really, I think, what you should hear about this wokeism shit. I mean, the truth is, if you could look at it really objectively, now I know some people argue that I don't, but it's a fucking cult. And I'd love to see it fizzle out, but I don't know. I mean, we've had things that are you could liken to that, you know, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s even. 
But they really, cults by and large, and especially maybe the wokeism cult, they want power and control. They don't want equity. That's not what it's about. Make no mistake. They kind of pitch all this bullshit as we care, we're kind. We have a good morality compass. Maybe it's even superior to yours, right? But all they really care about is their natural self-importance that they feel. They feel that they're pretty much above everybody else on the entire planet, you know, not just here in the USA. You know, they're greener than everyone else if they use what reusable grocery bags in the store. I still use plastic. And, you know, if they drive the electric car, if they have their morally superior Prius, you know, they're better than you, right? If they defund the police, you know, they're helping the poor criminals, right? I mean, they take virtue signaling to a new fucking high. That's all I can say. They're the masters of cancel culture, censoring, fucking scapegoating out the yin-yang, deplatforming at will, and much more, much more. Too numerous to go into here. And none of it good. None of it good. I think I'll just steer off of that one because the bourbon has me feeling good. All right, enough of that, enough of that. Let's close this baby out. And I am feeling better, by the way. But let's close this baby out with a smoking gun story. All right, so Fadi, could you put a picture of this fella up here? Clifton is his name. He looks happy enough, doesn't he? Yeah, looks like a happy guy. As long as nobody touches his hot pockets, that is, yeah. Good old Clifton, I guess he had one hot pocket left in the freezer. And I guess he was really looking forward to having it when he got home. But, oh, his roommate ate the last one. Yeah. So when Clifton got home, no hot pocket. Yeah. So what did he do? What do you do in a situation like that? I don't know. Get your handgun. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he did. And he shot his roommate in the arse. Yeah. Capped him in the ass. Seems reasonable, right? Oh, yeah. And he actually wasn't a Florida man. I think he was from Kentucky. But uh, it got him a stay in the Gray Bar Inn, where I'm told they don't actually serve Hot Pockets, you know. I maybe have to argue a broader point on this one. Shouldn't there be an additional charge lodged against old Clifford? Maybe a fucking one for felony food choices that are poor? Something like that. I don't know. Well, hey, speaking of food, you know, I just can't sip all this crown without a meal, but I'm actually going to go grill out a filet and sip a little bit more. So cheers. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.